Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to your latest episode of Live Your Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I actually think a lot of people out there listening are going to be able to really relate to this one. So my intention today is not to make anyone feel bad with this episode, but to hopefully inspire you and empower you and just to take in some simple steps to action in something that's going to help you step into a better version of you. So we're going to be talking about how to quit using alcohol as a coping mechanism. So big, meaty subject here. And what's inspired this? I actually had a coaching call with one of my incredible coaching clients yesterday. And I've been working with this lady for just three months now. And she's seen phenomenal changes physically, mentally. And it's really having such a ripple effect into so many areas of her life. But when I actually had a coaching call with her yesterday, I asked her, what is she most proud of? in terms of kind of her progress over the last three months. And she said to me that she was so proud of her new mindset around booze, basically. And she felt three months ago when she joined, when she first reached out to me, that, yeah, she was feeling like unhappy with her body physically. She wasn't feeling great mentally. There was a lot going on. But at that time, actually, she really recognized that alcohol was becoming a bit of a kind of crux for her and she was really using it in quite an unhealthy way as a coping mechanism to de-stress and to unwind and this was kind of happening every evening and I speak to so many people who tell me that they use alcohol pretty much every night or often they don't drink a week but then at the weekends totally end up binging as almost a way to soothe themselves to block things out to maybe have fun in inverted commas where actually they deep down don't end up having fun with it. So this lady told me that she's most proud of her mindset around booze over the last three months. And she said that I do feel like it was a problem at the start. And I was having about half a bottle every single night. And it was just kind of creeping up and up and up. And she'd got into this habit of it. And she was using it, as she said, to kind of unwind after stressful days and things. But she now feels that her new mindset around it all is really starting to embed. And although this week she'd had an incredibly stressful week where normally and in the past, she would have just really reached for the wine straight away just to try and unwind and de-stress. But instead, she's leaning into more healthy coping mechanisms now and she's doing more workouts and actually focusing on her sleep more and speaking to more people about it. So it kind of then just really spurred me on to do this episode because it actually brought up a lot in me and reminded me that actually not even that long ago, I was in a place where I was very heavily drinking and relying on alcohol as a coping mechanism. So all through my 20s and then even at the start of my 30s, I drank very, very heavily. Now, I wouldn't drink every night, but 
when I drank, which would be every week and normally at the weekends, it was a very, very heavy drinking session to the point most weeks where I would black out. It ruined relationships. It ruined relationships with my family. I could be an absolute nightmare when I drank. I would totally binge because ultimately I was blocking out emotions. I was blocking out a lot of hurt, unhappiness. I was in denial of where I was at. I wasn't facing up to things. And I was using it to de-stress, to have, in inverted commas, fun. But I didn't know when to stop. I couldn't stop. I was drinking too quickly to the point I would just black out, wake up places like, what the hell has happened? I don't know. It would get me, like, I... I can't even tell you the amount of awful situations I've been in. And to be honest, I've actually blocked a lot of them out of my memory as well, because there's been a lot of trauma from it that has happened. But I would wake up extremely paranoid, totally depressed, not knowing what had happened. And it was just not a nice place to be. Okay. But I actually fell into a real victim mode with it. And I was blaming the alcohol. It was the alcohol's fault. I was drunk. It's not my fault. And I actually even got to the point, now we're going back probably 11 years where I even went to a few AA meetings because it was that out of hand and people thought I needed help and I couldn't necessarily even see that at the time, but now I do, I can see that. And like, this is going back like 11, 10 years ago, but then even like when I first became a PT, like eight years ago, it was still there because it had been such a habit for a long time. And I was overcoming a lot of trauma and working a lot of stuff out for myself at the time as well. And that was one of the key things that I had to start overcoming and moving forward from because it was holding me back, like physically in terms of my goals, but massively mentally, it was stopping me stepping into my best self. And I didn't want it kind of ruining any more relationships. I wanted to actually really, really make a big go of my business and where I wanted to be. And it was a huge thing that I had to personally overcome. And I am proud to say, yes, now I have overcome it. Like, have I had slip ups along the way? Yes, because I'm human and that happens. But I've also practiced self-compassion along the way when that's happened and also taken lessons and seen it as an opportunity to get even more self-aware and understand myself even more. But because it's been such a big place where I was and it was such a huge part of my life. Now, now, do I still drink? Yes, but I can moderate now. And I do it with intention and for the right reasons. And it actually freaks me out getting to the point where I've actually been so many multiple times in the past. Like, I don't want to be at that stage anymore. And I don't want to use alcohol as a coping mechanism and as a way to just block my emotions now. So as, as you're listening to this, you may be kind of relating to this in some way. You may be related to the drinking that my client I mentioned is experiencing. So I was using it in a really destructive and harmful way, as was my client. She was using it as an escape measure. And so many people use alcohol for this reason, because it it lubricates us. It makes us feel oh a little bit more relaxed. But then when we're taking it too far, and when it's becoming a constant every single day or when it starts to impact relationships and we start to have not control over it, it starts to impact our energy. It starts to impact our physical goals. We're not playing at our best, best self when that is happening. So I was using it because I wanted to de-stress. I wanted to block out the reality of my life. I wanted to wind down. I wanted to switch off. I wanted to have more confidence for nights out and things. And I was using it for all of those different reasons. And until I got honest with myself and actually realized why I was using it and actually 
am I actually enjoying this? It wasn't until I was really able able to kind of overcome that. So it totally, I admit I was using it as a coping mechanism. I was using it as an escapist mechanism. And I was using it in a way that I just couldn't moderate as well. It would get out of hand. I allowed it to get out of hand. And so many women I know will be listening to this. So many people listening to this will be able to relate because I have conversations with people around this all the time. And so many people, when they start coaching with me, have come to this place and they are at this point of this first step where they are saying, I admit I've got a bit of a problem around this and I can see this is holding me back. This is not a habit that is actually in line with my ideal self, who I really want to be. And often people are saying, I want to be a better role model to my kids and I don't want them to kind of see me using alcohol as an escape mechanism, as a coping mechanism as well. So, so many people come to me and I've coached so many people through it as well. And it's truly life-changing when you actually get this level of self-awareness around it and stop playing victim mode to it and actually start making the choice and taking control around it as well. So often alcohol is not going to make us feel at our best. It is going to become a problem when we start using it as our primary coping mechanism for stress, for emotions, or any difficult situations. It provides that kind of temporary level of comfort for us and relief. But in the long run, it really, really doesn't. It causes more issues. It causes more problems. And it does hold us back. So today I'm going to give you, I think I've got eight or nine key strategies here that I used to get through this and that my clients used to get through it. And that my client who I spoke to at the start of this used to get through this as well. And if you are experiencing and can relate to anything I've said so far, if you implement these and work through them, these will help you as well. So the first step here is to get super honest with yourself and accept where you're at. You're not going to change until you do that. Like I was in denial for years. People would say, why can't you see this, Amy? Why do you keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over again? Okay, so you until you kind of wake up and say, I'm going to get really aware around this, I can see this actually is a problem, you're not going to change. I've had clients in the past who told me they're ready to change, work through things, but they weren't ready to change. Okay, they weren't ready yet. You have to be ready or else it's not going to work. So you've got to be very honest with yourself as well. You've got to get out of that victim mentality and start owning up to where you're at, accepting where you're at and saying, actually, only I can make this change. No one can come along and wave a magic wand and stop this for me. This is on me. I've got to own this. Only I can do this and make this change. So once you've owned that, got honest with yourself, accepted where you're at, try to tell someone. And that maybe you might find it difficult to tell a family member or a friend. So this is really truly why working with a coach to support you through building healthy behaviors and getting more aligned with actually your ideal self and your future version of you and who you truly want to be and then stepping into your power and your most authentic self moving away from these habits and building incredibly new healthy habits and behaviors that support this person you're becoming is so so helpful and that is exactly what I do and how I work with my clients and it's not always alcohol often it's food other things it can be absolutely anything but I'm all about I am a fitness and a wellness coach so I help you 
actually move away from any harmful behaviors that are holding me back and really build and embed new incredible behaviors. So tell someone, a coach, a family member about your goal and really seek that right support and right accountability for you because it's going to be incredibly hard trying to do this on your own. You want to surround yourself with the right environment, the right people. Like if you're constantly actually hanging around with people who are drinking, on the party scene, wanting to go out all the time, maybe it's work colleagues, whoever it is, and you're noticing actually this is holding me back from stepping into my best self. You've got to own that. You've got to be aware of it. And yeah, there might be tough conversations to have. Okay. You might have to distance yourself from people, but actually this is for you, your future, and your good. So it's so important. Okay. Number two. Connect with your truest, highest version of you. So who are you without all of this? Who do you truly want to be? Who were you put on this earth to actually be? Without all the, oh, I should do this. Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I don't want to upset this person. I must do this. Yeah, who are you and what do you actually want? Do you actually want to be feeling drunk all the time, running on low energy, not your best self, worried about what you've done, said? I'm guessing not. So connect with that ideal future self. What life do you want to be looking back on when you're 80? Yeah, what life do you want to be looking back on? And does that include you drinking every night or every weekend, getting absolutely blotto ruining things? Okay, visualize that person that you want to become and use that person as your guiding light. It's so powerful, so, so powerful. Number three, ask yourself, how does that person, how does my truest ideal future self, how do they kind of behave around, around alcohol? What is their relationship with it? What are their behaviors around alcohol? And is that reflective of my behaviors around alcohol right now? Ask, how does that person manage stress? How does that person manage their emotions? What do they do when life is throwing things at them all the time? Do they turn to alcohol or do they do something different? Get clear on that because that person is you. That is your truest ideal you. And so then ask, how can you start building that, how that person behaves into your life? All right, number four, really important. Recognize your triggers. So when you're turning to alcohol, why is it happening? What's going on for you? How are you feeling in that moment? This is so important because you're then going to be able to come up with much more healthy coping mechanisms that are aligned with that ideal future you. So is it you're doing it to unwind after work? Is it that your boss has given you a really stressful day and wound you up that day and then you just instantly turn to alcohol? Are you using it to feel more confident in certain situations? Yeah. Is it almost like a friend for you or a frenemy for you? You know, I know it was for me. I used it for confidence. I used it for confidence socially. Yeah. Naturally, I'm quite an introvert, but I didn't know that at the time. And I didn't feel comfortable in social situations. So I would just turn to alcohol because they gave me this false sense of confidence that then I'd take it too far. So set some alternative, healthier coping mechanisms that are aligned with you. And I can't tell you what these would be. I can give you some ideas because these have got to be aligned with you and what will work for you. They're so personal to you, but definitely explore how you're feeling when you turn to alcohol normally, okay? Because this is so important to recognize your emotions, your feelings that are then leading to the behavior because we want to then really start actually sitting with these feelings, 
feeling them, but then actually turn into a more healthier behavior that is aligned with your goals and your ideal self. So what are you looking for normally in that moment where you turn to alcohol? What are you looking for? What do you need in that moment? That's such a powerful question. Before you turn to the alcohol, what do I need in this moment? What do I need emotionally? What what do I need right now in this moment? And often that might be like, actually, do you know what? I'm just really tired. I think I just need a good night's sleep. But when you create that pause to ask yourself, what do I actually need in this moment? It creates that pause. You don't instantly turn to the alcohol and you actually then can start soothing yourself in a more healthy way aligned with who you truly want to be. So give yourself what you're looking for. So once you've asked yourself, what do I actually need right now? Give yourself that. So if it's comfort, give yourself that, but in a healthier way. How could you comfort yourself? What else could you do? And only you know this. This is going to be personal to you. But for me, I lean into exercise. I lean into my sleep. I lean into reading, going for a walk, listening to podcasts, journaling, writing it down. Any hobbies that you might have, speak to someone. Maybe you're just feeling lonely. Maybe you just need to chat to someone as well using mindfulness, meditation, all of these healthier coping mechanisms will help you to build that much healthier and sustainable approach to life's ups and downs. And ultimately, it's not the alcohol that's the problem. It's your ability to deal with life's ups and downs. I'm going to say that once more because it's so powerful and I want that to hit home. It's not actually the alcohol that's the problem. It is your ability to deal with life's ups and downs. It's your ability to deal with emotions. You've probably just simply not learned how to sit with emotions, how to feel emotions, and how to turn to something that is actually going to be more productive and helpful for you. Okay? And that is the truth of it. Number five, create a new routine because it might have just simply become like habitual for you to just sit down in the evenings, open a bottle of wine, and it's just become this habit. So bring awareness to that. You might be associating, oh, I just sit down in the evening, put the TV on and open the wine. So bring awareness to actually, has this become a habitual thing? Have I got an habitual relationship with this? And so start trying to shift that then, okay? Start changing your environment, start doing different things. So say, and actually, when I sit down to watch TV now, I'm not going to reach for the wine, I'm going to reach for this instead, my journal and my pen, okay? And start changing habits in that way. Change your environment. It might be actually, no, I can see when I sit down that I then reach for the wine. So instead of sitting down, I'm going to go for a walk in the evening. Whatever it may be. Even switching to non-alcoholic drinks, okay? Can hugely, hugely help. There's so many non-alcoholic drinks out there. There's non-alcoholic gins, there's non-alcoholic Prosecco, there's something called Sentia, which gives you a very similar effect to and feeling to alcohol. And I can guarantee there's such a placebo effect with everything out there in life that if somebody gave you those drinks, you'd probably still think you were getting the impact of the alcohol anyway, believe it or not. So number six, really use mindfulness. So there's something incredible called urge surfing, surfing the urge. And this is a mindfulness technique that really encourages and empowers you just to sit with your emotions, sit with your feelings, to feel the urge that you're getting to open the alcohol, to lean to the alcohol. 
but don't allow yourself to actually really notice your emotions and notice the urge of wanting to drink. And you can do this around food. You can do it around anything you're trying to move away from. Notice the emotion, really feel it rise because it's going to really hit a peak. You're going to feel, oh, no, I really want to open that wine. I really, really want to do it. I really want, even if it's chocolate, whatever it is, food, you're going to hit that wave, but then it's going to rise and it's going to subside. It will subside. So sit with it, feel it, feel it like a wave and it will come crashing down. And you'll be like, Oh, actually, yeah, I felt it. I don't really need the alcohol now. I'm going to go and do something different. Yeah, it's powerful when you do it. Try it. Okay, number seven, so important. Use fear, self-compassion. Now, self-compassion, people often think that self-compassion is you letting yourself off the hook. I like to think of it as fierce self-compassion. And this is a huge part of my coaching. It's why my women get such life-changing results because they learn to really, really embrace fierce self-compassion. And this is you parenting yourself, essentially. Like, would you let your child drink that alcohol every night? Would you want your child to grow up and be that person? If you had a child, no, because you can see it's not healthy. So don't allow yourself to do it. That is fierce self-compassion. Parent yourself. Okay, don't let yourself off the hook and do what is good for future you. Okay, and final point here, make sure that you celebrate your wins, however small they are. Like, if you notice, actually, I did one evening where I actually sat and surfed the urge and then I didn't drink. Or I actually went on this night out and tried non-alcoholic drinks instead. Whatever it is, I actually got up and went for a walk when I wanted to drink. And it really worked. Go and tell someone, like celebrate these wins, however small they are. Even if you need to just write it down and celebrate it to yourself, make sure you celebrate it because that your brain will then start to really embed that and recognize it and start to build habits because you're going to get that dopamine hit from the celebration of it then as well. And this is why being part of a group or a community or a coaching program is so, so helpful. Like I have an incredible community of women who I coach but they're all in a private community together. And it's so supportive and wins like this are celebrated because actually that helps build dopamine and it helps you recognize I am a winner, okay? And it's so important. But ultimately know you've got the power of choice over this. Like ask yourself, if I continue this way, where am I heading with it? Is this actually really gonna allow me to step into my ideal self? And I'm actually gonna, gonna leave you with a few questions here. So. Grab a pen and paper because I want you to really think about this. I want to really, as with all my episodes, really coach you and challenge you and help you to change your life through these as well. So number one, what have you had enough of when it comes to your relationship with alcohol? Number two, what would you want to be different about your relationship with alcohol? Number three, Why is it so important for you to make this change? Number four, what is the first step you're going to take now to do something about this? And number five, who can support you with this? So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you've got something from this and I'm sure it has probably resonated with a number of listeners. So please do let me know your thoughts on this. I am 
honestly so keen to know your thoughts. I love getting messages from you about this. So best way is to just reach out on Instagram or pop a note under the show notes here. You can send me messages and little notes here as well. But I am on Instagram at APFitCoach. Do drop me a follow there as well. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, on my podcast in general. And I will, of course, keep them coming. But if you ever feel like you want more support, more coaching to help you step into your best self physically, mentally, and it will have a ripple effect into every area of your life, please do reach out for, out to me. I have a couple of spaces left this month. So do not delay now. And I'll pop an application form in the show notes as well. But you can always just drop me a message on Instagram, ask me a little bit more about it, and we can go from there. But thank you so much for listening. Please do share this episode with someone if you think this is going to be so helpful for them. But make sure you hit that follow button as well and rate this podcast because this helps it be shown to more people and it helps me fulfill my mission of really being able to empower, inspire and uplift as many people as I possibly can to truly step into their best, most authentic self and live the life that they were put on this earth to live. Thank you so much for listening. Have an incredible day. 